Regardless of where you are on your fitness journey, the foundation for your success hinges on the habits you live by. The Pro Fitness Podcast and community connects you with top trainers to motivate and empower you to maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Pro Fitness Series Podcast. Today, I'm joined by studio owner at Bar 3, Chicago West Loop, Lisa Shipley. Lisa, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. No, likewise. It's, uh, you know, for us, obviously, getting started in the Pro Fitness Podcast, but also the community, it's really awesome that I get to interview you, considering that I really don't know a lot about bars. So it's a, it's a great opportunity for me to learn. You will learn a lot. That's awesome. No, I'm excited <laughs> for it, right? It's, it's, a, it's always good to know that. But before we jump into what bar is, I'd love to know how you got into fitness to begin with. How did your journey begin in fitness? I would say that... Uh, I used to like to run. Like after I had my kids, I thought, oh, I'm going to run. And I used to tell myself I love to run. And I would, you know, run, open the door, and you could just get started. And there's no driving to a gym. There's nothing. You just run. And then I soon realized I told myself I like to run, and I didn't like to run. <laughs> um, and so I had a friend introduce me to bar, not bar three, but just a different bar in Chicago. And I loved it. Would go five days a week and just felt stronger. Um, and from there, I applied to work there, and I ran a studio and spent many years at this other bar company and then started to feel like, you know what, I love this, and I'm doing everything for the studio, but I want something of my own. And that kind of led me to where I am today. And so I wanted to try something new and bring something new to Chicago. And Bar 3 is located all over the country, but the first one I went to is in Santa Barbara. My dad lives oh. there. And someone said to me, you need to go and try Bar 3 in Santa Barbara. You will love it. And so I went, and I loved it, fell in love with it right away, and just loved the whole concept of Bar 3. And Now, at the time, was it even in Chicago? It was not in oh, Chicago. Okay, okay. There, I don't even think it was in the suburbs. There's two now in the suburbs, but I think even at the time, it wasn't even in Chicago. It may have just newly been at the two suburban locations. Gotcha. But I came back here, and I just decided to email the home office in Portland, Oregon, and say, how would you like to have a bar three in Chicago? And at the time, they were not expanding. And so I just kind of sat on it for a little while and kept pushing. And eventually they said, yeah, you know what? We'll do bar three in Chicago. And that's when I just you know, hit the pavement and tried to find the best location and looked all over and landed in the West Loop because the West Loop is fun. There's lots of restaurants. I mean, how could you not? I mean, right? like, like the, West the West Loop. The West Loop, right. There's so much good food. I mean, <laughs> you go take a bar three class and you go eat pizza next door. Like, it's the perfect. And you don't feel guilty. And you know, it's yeah. right. Perfect scenario. So that's how I kind of came to opening my studio. Now, the build out and the whole process was painful and long. And we had all sorts of construction delays. Um, was it a big learning process for you too? A huge learning process. I bet. Huge learning process. The um, uh, so much of like the design of the studio when you come in and see it someday is the floor is cork and the cubbies oh, are made of this specific kind of wood flown in from Portland. So if you go to a bar three in Chicago and you go to the one in Santa Barbara or the one in Iowa City, we all kind of look overall the same. The same kind of warm colors, the same cork floor, the same front desk just to kind of create this warm and inviting and look. familiar, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, and so that's how I came to open my studio. That's yeah. a very cool story. Now, what I'm mm -hmm. hearing in it, though, is that you started really your fitness journey as an adult. I totally did. So I mean, uh, during high school, I, you know, I danced. I did, okay. you know, a lot of dance club at school, but really just started to exercise a little bit in college, and then really 
after I had my kids was really when, you know, I got them to an age where I thought, you know, you guys are okay and I can start doing something for me. And that's when, you know, I started working outside of the home and worked for this other bar studio. And then, you know, by the time I opened this studio, my kids were grown. And now for those unfamiliar to bar, Mm -hmm. right? How did it get started? Where did it get started? What is it? And, and is it something that you can say is like a classification like like a Pilates would be? Like in that it has its own program. It, it, it adheres yeah. to a certain guideline so all, in order to be bar. Yeah. So I, I sometimes almost hesitate to say bar when I think of bar three because we are kind of different than traditional bar. But um, oh, interesting. the concept, I mean, when you, if you go to a bar class, whether it's us, Pure Bar, Bar Method, Bar Code, is for the most part, there's a bar, literally a bar around the room, like a ballet bar, Mm. mirrors, and the um, movements are small, you know, very small, fine movements. A lot of people, though, when they think of bar, they think of ballet. You know, everyone kind of does the same thing, and you look the same, and you're high up on your toes. Um, But bar as a whole, that's kind of what people think of when they think of um, bar classes. Um, is it almost safe to say that that, that if, if uh, ballet is the art, then bar is more or less kind of the workout that derives from the art without focusing on the art itself? And yeah, some some might say that. I think that bar three is so different from that, gotcha. and that's kind of where um, bar three kind of veers off on its own path. That Interesting. The traditional bar, a lot of times, you'll see really small movements, but that's not how we move in daily life. We don't move with these little one inch one up one up and down. We do that sometimes, and that is a way to strengthen muscles that maybe, you know, don't get used in our daily life, especially today with all of our sitting. For sure. But one of the big things that I've noticed at bar bar three that makes it so different is you might move small, but we also move really big. That's how we move in life, and you flush things out, and it feels good to move big. When you say move big, like, is it like a a a violent move big? No, it's like like there's a cardio component to bar three, whereas traditional bar, there is no cardio. So we have like a, a... you know, a lot of the weight work, you know, you raise your heart rate, but then there's parts of it where you put the weights down and you just move big. We have this move called a step tap where you're literally going up and down and it just feels good to move big in your body. Now, also one of the things that you had mentioned was previously you had managed uh, a studio where it wasn't your own studio when mm-hmm. you were involved in that sense. You worked for the company. Yes. Um, but that the, the thing that resonated with you most about this particular program was that the other one was more instruction, whereas this is more guided and and, and guiding you towards listening to yourself and, and knowing yourself. Right. And that, and that's where I think that bar three is just kind of redefining what success and fitness really is, is that guiding people to listen to their body and to, you know, what might feel right for the person next to me might not feel right in my body. And if I grab a uh, set of two pound weights, they might grab five, and that doesn't mean I feel any less. It's what feels right for me and my body at this time. So it's also part of what makes Bar 3 safe if you have injuries or if you're pregnant. So our instructors are trained to offer modifications. So we have something called horse pose. You're in a very wide stance, and some people say that hurts their hips. So the instructor will always say, if horse pose doesn't feel right in your body, come to a narrow athletic V. And that's bringing your, you know, rotating your hips inward. So it's really cueing people to listen to their bodies and not look at what the person next to you is doing because that might not feel good for you. And so the whole concept is kind of empowering you to do what feels right in your body, ignore the mirror, ignore the external you know, cues, and do what feels good for you, and that's how you'll be successful in the class 
and even just kind of outside of the class. If you do what feels good for you in the studio, hopefully you're doing it outside of the studio and standing up for what feels right. Well, and, and it seems like you're bringing that awareness back to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Of, for sure. Uh, of learning to listen to yourself right. that I don't think a lot of us do. A lot of us don't, and a lot of us look at external cues. You know, I even see, you know, on Instagram, people pose their highlight reel. <laughs> and so, so much of, you know, everyone is looking externally for what looks right in their body or how they should look. And this is really just... How do you feel? Does this feel like a good workout for you? Does it, you know, feel like you're making progress? Do you feel stronger? And less about like, did I lose, you know, five pounds? You'll never hear bar three say, let's get ready for bikini season because that's not what we're about. Well, everything you were saying was mm-hmm. about that that comparison. That it, right. it's really a demon. It, you start doing it. it, really it I mean, it, it leads to nothing mm-hmm. positive. It leads to nothing positive, and that's what we're just trying to, you know, communicate in our studio. Um, and really just kind of create a community where people feel comfortable, all shapes, all sizes, all ages. Come into our studio and we'll welcome you and, you know, make you feel comfortable while you're in our in our space. I really love your approach because it, it is it is that present mindedness that when you turn it back, I mean, it automatically if you're in if you're being present, right, you're not thinking about those right. things, right? So right. you don't have to worry about it. Right. Now, how much of what you emphasize in those classes is a mindset, is teaching or overcoming some of those uh, unfortunate uh, programs that have been instilled in us through, you know, call it social media, marketing, mm-hmm. whatever it is, just the mixed messages that we get yeah. in, in everyday life. Well, we often say to our clients, don't look in the mirror. <laughs> Does it feel good? If it feels good, then you're doing it right. It may not look like the person next to you, but if it feels good, then you are doing it right. The other thing that we always say is that, you know, part of the class has weights or part of the class has a resistance band. And we will always say, if the weights aren't feeling good, put them down. Mm. If the weights are too heavy, grab a lighter set. So really kind of working with our clients to kind of shift their focus to feel rather than look. And so that's what we do. So our instructors are all trained, you know, it's like a good two and a half months of training um, so that they are really able to guide people whether they have an injury, whether they're pregnant, whether they seem unsure. I, in the, um, last week, someone called me and said, I'm a beginner. It's my first class. Do you, have, do you have a introductory class? And that's when I said, no, you don't need an introductory class. Like walk in the door and do what feels good for you and you will be totally fine. Do, do you find that you have to overcome that a lot with that, I, this kind of preconceived you know, notions of you need to know something before yeah, you go to a class? I mean, that's how people are, you know, yeah. generally. Or, or first, you find it's just excuses. First class is always a little scary. And I always say to people, you walked in the door. That's the hardest part. Now go in there. You know, you overcame your fear of trying something new. Now come on in. And, and we get a lot of new clients every day. We work with ClassPass. So, you know, through ClassPass, we get a lot of new oh, people. Nice. And so I always say you're not going to be the only new one. And even if you are, it's fine. You know, we're not going to look at you any less or any differently. And, yeah. Of course. Well, no. I mean, I can just tell her. Everything about you is not yeah. judgmental. You're right. really trying to. We try not to be. I had one client, um, and I forwarded it to my whole team, instructors, front desk. We had a client who went, um, she's a member of ours, and took a, I'm not going to name another brand, but she took a class out of state and just gave it a But try. still bar, like. But a different brand. Right, different, right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. And she said that. Um, you know, she's one of our regulars. She's been doing it for a long time. And she said after the class, a couple people said, wow, it looked like that was your first class and almost kind of made them feel that, that they were new. And she said, it just makes me realize why I love your studio and the community of, you know, we're not going to do that. There's no judgment. You know, you walk in the door and if you walk in the door and sit in the corner and watch for the rest of the time, then you did it because you walked in the door. 
And that's such a huge first step, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing a lot of that through the messaging that you find. You know, I love listening to different podcasts, YouTube, mm-hmm. whatever. But that that message of, you know, even if you just go to the gym, even mm-hmm. if you just show up, right? Of mm-hmm. you don't have to do anything. But, yeah. but the act of actually taking that first step yeah. will lead to then eventually, you know, working out. Maybe it's five minutes, ten minutes, right. you know, thirty minutes, right. an hour, whatever. Right. But how much of that do you see working for your clients as part of that? You know. Uh, as, uh, maybe not call it marketing, but the way that you pitch it, right? Just yeah. to do that. Right. Come, I mean, come on in, and you and you're already successful. Hundred percent. Right. Now, right. the other part of that you mentioned is with sitting. Obviously, you're in the West Loop, mm-hmm. a lot of white collar, so yeah. probably a lot of sitting going on, working from home. Sitting. Do you notice that certain ailments have now just become more prevalent, and that you're having to, in essence, cater to? Some of those pain points through mm-hmm. the workouts that, um, yeah. like you mentioned, the horse pose. Horse poses, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that horse pose that's causing pain to some people, is that as a result, you think of just some of those? I mean, it could be. I mean, there's a lot of muscles that we don't use in our day-to-day life. They're really, you know, we sit a lot, especially now. Like so many people are still working from home. Um, and that's why we do offer, like for each posture, there is something else that you can do to kind of counter maybe exactly so that this will feel better for you um and so that's what we're trying you know we still offer our classes live stream so we um when covid we so we opened our studio 10 weeks before covid and so we immediately pivoted and we're like live stream we're going to live stream our classes we're not going to shut our doors but what's interesting is we still live stream some of our classes so we will have people that are still working from home who can't leave who will join us virtually and i think that's another way to kind of strengthen these body parts that aren't getting used you know even if you're home and you can't get out join us at noon for our live stream class it feels like you're in the studio because it's actually our studio class and there's clients taking the class in person and there's clients taking it virtually but it's a way to kind of reset your body in the middle of the day or when you wake up in the morning so even if you can't take that hour and leave your home you can still join us now, would you say that for the most part, um, is it, and maybe just right now, I'm sure that as, as, as this becomes more, or people become more aware of mm-hmm. BAR, right, and, mm-hmm. and your program, that, that uh, it just changes. But do you find that you're getting people who are more or less beginners when it comes to working out completely? Do you get people who are just looking for a new workout, but already mm-hmm. have kind of an established yeah. fitness regimen? I think we're getting all of the above. Everything? I think like, we're getting all like of the above. Like a very mixed bag? Yeah. So one of the things that I've noticed, you know, about Bar 3 is that because there are so many studios around the country and because so many people move to Chicago from other places, I feel like people just love Chicago when they move here, we will have people come in and say, oh, I went to Bar 3 in Cincinnati. I love it. I'm so happy there's finally one in Chicago. Nice. So we do get a lot of people that have tried Bar 3 somewhere else. There's a lot of studios out west in Portland. Um, and so people are coming, you know, have already tried our classes, have already heard of us. So while, yes, we have a lot of beginners, we have a lot of people that have tried Bar 3 elsewhere. You mentioned when you started the studio, some of the just uh, learning experiences, we'll call them, <laughs> from, from a construction standpoint, from a, mm-hmm. just a business standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. What has been the biggest thing you've had to learn to overcome through the process of, you know, really going out on your own and, and being this entrepreneur now? The biggest thing is what we've all dealt with is COVID. Yeah, I, I mean, bet. truly, it was um, because of the timing, you know, and we get such amazing support from our home office. They helped us all s- literally flip overnight to live stream. That's amazing. Um, so that's been the biggest thing. And then just kind of easing people back into being comfortable to work out in person again. So, you know, if I mean, just the last two years is such a blur, but we had that time where 
everything was closed. So we were completely live streamed. And then there was that little pocket of time where we were allowed to be open and masked. And then um, masks were taken off and then mm-hmm. everything shut down again. So it's kind of been this up and down of are people comfortable? And then for a really long time, it was the mask mandate. And um, bar three, because of the cardio component of it, it's not easy taking or teaching a bar three class with a mask on. It's just, it's not. And one thing that is a little bit different between bar three and other bar classes is the instructor basically does the entire class as she teaches it. So here you are moving big and also talking and also teaching, wearing a mask and a microphone. It's hard. It's hard. It, it, it's draining on you know the instructors. It's hard on people to take a class with a mask on, especially the cardio component. Um, so it's really been just kind of getting people comfortable to come back. A lot of times we would see you know, as the pandemic shifted, live stream numbers would go up and studio numbers would go down and then the mass mandate would, you know, change and then studio got busier. And so it's just been kind of seeing what people are comfortable with. We still have people, you know, com- more comfortable live stream. So we still, you know, I keep thinking maybe we'll get rid of live stream. But, you know, this morning we had seven people attend our 7 a.m. class virtually. No way. Mm-hmm. And you would think that's like to do with, um, I mean, we're in Chicago, so it, it gets right. pretty cold. <laughs> right. We have more cold months than we do no, warm we just, months. Especially this year. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So, you know, but the, that that it seems like it's not necessarily a weather thing, but just a convenience factor for the for the live stream. I think it's conven- I think it's a lot of convenience. I think it for a long time was fear of getting COVID. Right, right, right. And fear of working out, you know, when the mask mandate was lifted, we still asked for a proof of vaccination. But, you know, people are nervous and right, right. I get it. You know, and I even today, every once in a while, I let myself look at like the COVID dashboard and I see the numbers are already creeping up again now. And I start to worry like... What does this mean? What does this mean? Yeah. You know. But one of the things that even during COVID that we saw when it came to fitness was people doing things outside. Yes. Right? And yes. that's one so of the we things did that. that. We, which we, and you're still doing it, though. We're still doing it. But what we did for a while, like, we, um, there's a company in the West Loop that it's, um, they built, they have children's furniture. And oh, really? they allowed us to use their parking lot. They were so generous. Mm. And so in the, you know, heart of COVID when we had to be closed. You know, you were ma- businesses mm-hmm. had to be closed. We were allowed to have classes in their parking lot. That's so cool. we would have people sign up on MindBody and show up to a parking lot class and people would go at 730 in the morning and we'd work out in the parking lot or our building. There's a rooftop. So we would have rooftop classes, which we're going to do again this year. They're just doing some construction up there. We do classes in the park. I bet park. that's really cool. Oh, the rooftop. It's so <laughs> fun. It's so fun. You know, but that chocolate factory, you, you know, that chocolate, Blommer's uh, chocolate, yeah. you smell chocolate while you work out, which. But wait, yeah. there is a children's furniture maker mm-hmm. in the west loop mm-hmm. wow and they on yeah on monroe and they let us use their parking lot and well, that was game changing it. it truly yeah. was because it allowed you know i mean you remember with covid we're all literally sitting at home everything's virtual and it brought people together outside yeah and i'm grateful for that because even if it was just one outdoor class a day people got to be with other people absolutely and that was you know, that's what's so great about working out in the studio. I, live stream is a great option, but being around other people. Yeah, well, we need that. I mean, we there's only so the, far that. I mean, that's yeah. a more convenience factor. That's like, I don't want to say a last resort, but it right. shouldn't be your first resort. Right. right, because it does feel good. And I understand. I totally get people are nervous getting COVID. COVID is, you know, nobody wants of it. Of course. Um, but human interaction. 
but also uh, if you tell me a little bit about the event you have coming up in the park uh, in the West. Yeah, Oak. so we, um, the Chicago Park District, approved to ha- allow us to have one big park class a month. So it's one Sunday a month starting this month, May 22nd at 9 a.m. at Mary Bartelme Park. And so we have one May, June, July, August, September, and October, weather permitting. And it's great because we get, you know, we have right now, I think we have 100 people signed up. Now it's a free event. So if we get 60, that's great. You know, we get more people that sign up, but it's just fun. I have two instructors teach an hour-long class and everyone brings their own yoga mat and we just move outside in this beautiful park. We have um, different sponsors that give us granola bars. We have food and people stay after. And it's just, it's nice. Like the West Loop community is an amazing community and people want to be together. And so it's fun and people are walking around outside. So this one coming up a week from Sunday is our first one of the season. And we're really excited. That's they so, were so, so cool. They were just so fun last year. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but if someone is curious about bar and, mm-hmm. you know, you a walk right to... by, it's free. Come on in, join us, sit and watch, whatever you want to do. People sit outside. There's, it's a dog park there too. So it's just, it's a fun, it feels like celebratory is how it felt last year, especially because last year was really COVID. You know, this year I feel like we're, we're entering to this park series with less restrictions, but we're still getting just as many people signing up, which That's is so great. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Well, yeah. congratulations so on that. They'll be able be to fun. offer that. Yeah, it'll know. be fun. So apart from things like that, what else are you doing or the proactive approach you take to get the word out about Bar 3 specifically? What am I doing? Yeah, lots of social media. We're on ClassPass. So, you know, ClassPass. Has that been really helpful? ClassPass has been really helpful. I was a little wary of it at the beginning, but it's brought in so many new faces, people that, you know, kind of stick with us. Um, And it's just really kind of spreading the word. Like right now, um, our home office is amazing. And all the studios are offering, it's called the May New Client Special, which is two free classes to anybody. Anyone who's new to Bar 3, two free classes. So we're getting a lot of people that will see that. They can use it virtually. They can use them in the studio. Um, so that's been great to bring new faces If people in. were interested in that and, and, and taking advantage of the two free classes, how would they go about doing they that? They would just find our studio. They go to bar3.com and then studio locations and then find Chicago West Loop. And then you can go right in there and it'll say claim your two free classes and then you just set it up and come on into the studio cool. and we also welcome people if you just want to walk in we have classes throughout the day find our schedule we are always happy to make a first free class just because we do we're new to the city and so we want to spread the word because we've been closed more than we've actually been open because of covid so oh, we're just yeah. trying to like yeah spread the word well i'm sure we can include some of those links in the in the post yeah, as well but thanks. you know on that note what, what's the the vision the future look like for you with our that uh, that your your goals, aspirations for the brand, for yourself? I mean, my goals, aspirations are to fill our classes. That's really, truly, um, you know, just to be busy and to have to add classes to the schedule. You know, at one point I thought, I want to open more studios. I've kind of, you know, tabled that for right now. Let's get through COVID and decide on that. But really just to bring Bar 3 to Chicago, because I do think it's just important to give people a place to work out where they feel welcome, where they feel, you know, that it doesn't matter exactly how you look. Just think about how you feel. And you're welcome in our studio no matter your first class or your 50th class. Well, I love the approach you bring, Mm -hmm. the the energy you have. But on that note, Lisa, thank you so much for coming in, sharing your story, and, you know, telling us a little bit about Bar and Bar 3 specifically. Well, thanks for having me. 